Hey, this is Five Minutes with Elvin. You're listening to Wally Stevens. Let's recap what we've learned. Today's lecture focuses on the Emperor of Ice Cream. Before we dive in, let's look at the poet and his art. Wally Stevens has always been determined that he would never quote make a petty struggle for existence unquote. He has always been aware that a boring, stable job is the way to support an artistic life. He finally landed on law school, graduated, and made his way to the vice president of an insurance company by not leaving or dying. Wally Stevens traveled a lot between Florida and New England, between his work and home. The warmth of the former and the cold of the latter enable him to look at the world in opposing ways and in opposing metaphors. Wally Stevens brings us a real world that we've never seen before. The world is the same, but the way he looks at the world is different. He believes we should form our reality based on beauty, and the way to retrieve beauty from life. From the world is through looking at things and playing music. Of course, this is Wally Stevens speaking. We may not want to take it literally. One of the most important messages that Wally Stevens tries to deliver is as follows: Quote, "There is an inescapable subjectivity in everything, because we are the perceivers of the world." And that makes us the creator of reality. Unquote. Also, Wally Stevens believes that religion, like Christianity, has lost its power, and art, like poetry, might become a form of belief, a new religion. I know this sounds like Alain de Botton, but Stevens says it first. His poetry features unexpected diction and imagery. Sensuous images abound, especially color images and sound images. Puns and ambiguous expressions are very common and very helpful in thickening the poetic texture to intrigue and entrap his readers. Now back to the poem. The Emperor of Ice Cream, although this poem opens with sensuous words, cigars for pleasure, muscular for the visual, curds for both, and concupiscent for the auditory and ambiguity, this is actually a funeral set. While facing death. The wenches come in everyday dress, and the boys bring bring flowers in a cheap wrap of newspaper. No particular sign of sorrow or respect is shown. On the contrary, it looks like a casual party. In the poem of two stanzas, this is how the first stanza unfolds itself. 
called the roller of the big cigars, the muscular one, and bid him whip in kitchen cups, concupiscent curds, that the wenches dawdle in such dress as they are used to wear, and then the boys bring flowers in last month's newspapers, that be be finale of sim, the only emperor is the emperor of ice cream. People are busy. With the preparations for a party, whoever is in charge, the person is minding the cigars and now the curds. When asked, Stephen says he used the word concupiscent simply because he likes the sound of it. We may not believe that Stevens might have dropped the word off after cups for the consecutive sound. For the consecutive sound effect of alliteration, yet the word concupiscent means of or related to desire, especially sexual desire, since all activities seem to center around the living, teeming with all kinds of sensuous pleasures, and since desire leads to sex and feeding as the two basic means to continue life. Stevens' use of concupiscent seems appropriately ironic. The girls or the wenches are probably there to help with the boys, while the girls are walking around without a dress code. The boys are bringing in flowers for the dead, according to Stevens. Nothing as an image is older than newspaper. The word "news" is an irony in itself. What we call news is something that happened, recorded, and old. The extremity of old is dead. The flowers wrapped in last month's newspaper, though perfunctory and disrespectful, seem to fit death. This scene also shows the attitude of the living toward the dead. Not in this particular funeral, but in general. That B B finale of seam. The first B and the last seam are both used as a noun. B as a noun means the true existence or truth. Seam as a noun means a lookalike, similarly true but fake. Finale. The ending part of a musical composition means the end result. That the idea of truth be the end result of faking it. If you can fake it till the end, in the end it becomes true. Just like the people here faking a funeral, while in fact having a party for themselves. But hey, this is the way the world works. People go to wedding parties to hunt for their future partners, not to congratulate. People go to funerals to seek inheritance and business opportunities, not to mourn. Never will we be certain that there is actually a funeral going on till the poem almost ends. But that's the way the world works. So let's fake a funeral together. The only emperor is the emperor of ice cream. There are three ways to look at ice cream as a metaphor. 
One, ice cream as a metaphor of sensuous pleasure and desire. The line, "The only emperor is the emperor of ice cream," then means the only ruling principle of the world is desire, but nothing else. And that is the reason why the living can shamelessly throw a party for their own sensuous pleasures and desire in the name of a funeral. Two, ice cream, while taken apart, are two opposing metaphors come in pair. Ice may include all the cold and hard elements in life or in the world, and to their extremes. Death, the coldest and the hardest thing everyone has to experience. Cream may include all the warm and soft elements in life or in the world, and to their extremes, life, the warmest and the softest thing we possess. This pair of opposing metaphors speak for the cruel reality that life and death always coexist, and that while the dead cope with their silent death, the living celebrate their lives by indulging themselves, by indulging themselves in their desires, even when they are supposed to mourn for the dead. This is the way the world works. You die, and that's your business. The world and all the parties around the world do not stop simply because you die, and this is the ruling principle of the world. Some people die their deaths, while some people keep on enjoying their lives. Three, ice cream is a homophone in disguise. It is actually I scream. The I here is a person with subjectivity, an informed and philosophical subject, who hates the way the world works, who hates such imbalance and injustice between life and death, who can only respond by shouting out loud such a twisted fact that people celebrate themselves on occasions of other people's funerals. And this is not a particular happening. This is a common practice in human societies. Thank you for dying, so that we are given an opportunity to exchange business cards with our future business partners, so that we are offered fancy food, so that some of us can hook up for mentionable excuses, for mentionable purposes, or otherwise. This is as far as the first stanza goes, but I'm sure you can go through the second stanza easily. I'm really sorry for my poor time management today. Let's call it a day. This is five minutes with Elvin. I'll see you in class.